Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today we have Eric from UFO Bait. Um, me and Eric have tried to hook this up for about a year. We did his event, gosh, March 7th of last year. We didn't have the time to get a podcast in with him because he's so busy selling baits. He sold out that day. It was really good for him. And uh, yeah, man, we we uh, scheduled this finally. We went down to his shop and did it up. And he gave us some great stories about bait making and also about him getting shot at. Some super wild stories where he lives. So I'm super stoked on the podcast he did with us. Amazing. Thank you again, Eric. Um, and I'm also super stoked on these microphones that I got. So I bought two new microphones. Thank you to Patreon. The ones that I wanted, I've been wanting them for a while. Um, I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you, Marita Gaffs, for sponsoring last month. Really appreciate it. And this month is sponsored by Okuma. Uh, Kuma gave us a 12-2 Kavala reel. So if you guys are into the offshore stuff, please check out Akuma on Instagram and Akuma on on the internet. I think it's AkumaFishingUSA.com. I'm not positive. I'll check. But please check out both of them. You can Google it and find it. If not, I think it's Akuma Fishing on Instagram. Please check it out. Support them. Give them a like. Follow them. Really appreciate what they're doing for us. Thank you. And please give us five stars on iTunes. Really appreciate that. Positive review. Another thing we really appreciate. And I think that's it, man. We got a good couple episodes coming up, I hope, in the next couple of weeks. And next month is going to be pretty sick. So please listen to a little piece from my buddy Fred Clinshaw. He's guiding at Three Lakes, Kachuma, Castaic, and Casitas. So he's... I, I w- I've been on his guided trip. It's amazing. So please check out Fred. He's a, he's a really good buddy. And not only is he a good buddy, he will give you a discount if you mention Cast and Crank Podcast. So please listen to his ad and go check him out. Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. Fred Clinshaw Fishing of Southern California is offering custom guided bass fishing trips for that first time fishing experience to the seasoned professional tournament angler and everything in between. Spend a half full day or a custom trip catered to your needs aboard one of the f- two fully rigged high performance bass boats with learning techniques used by the top pros to find fish and become more successful in catching them fred clinshaw is ready 365 days a year and will professionally take you fishing uh bring a friend 
the family, or bring the whole group of guys with you. Fred is now guiding trips on Castaic and Casitas, two of Southern California's world-famous bass fisheries. Call or text him at 805-630-0160. Follow him on Instagram, my boy the hammer, the hammer of fury on Instagram. Or you can check out his website, www.fredclinshawfishing.com. Now, here's where the deal happens. If you mention Cast and Crank, you're going to get a deal on a half or a full day trip. Um, I'm a little biased with this guy. I'm sorry. This is my boy. Freshwater-wise, I, I got to say you got to go to him. And uh, not only you know is he an amazing fisherman, he's I don't like using the the, the word uh, he's a salt of the earth, but that that's what he is. Uh, he's, a, he's an amazing guy, nice guy. Never make you feel fucking stupid. Uh, book with him, man. He supports the podcast. If you want to support the podcast, go book with Fred. And just tell him, hey, Cast and Crank sent you. You guys will get a discount code. You're going to help both of us. And uh, that's about it, man. So, again, go check him out, fredclinchawfishing.com or 805-630-0160. I don't say welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast anymore because I fucking say it in the intro anyway, so For sure. why, why do it again? <laughs> We're having a fun time drinking Chris Purcell's Beer of Choice. There we go. Sponsored by High Life today. Um, so we've tried to do this one for fucking a year probably, I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, I came down to the UFO beta event and we talked for a minute. You were so busy fucking slanging. Yeah, it was a... It was How quick did that sell out then? Yeah, I mean, the line... Took probably about forty-five minutes to get through. Um, All your baits gone. Uh, it took. I mean, I was there until about noon. I had some baits still. You know, the the colors that people weren't, you know, too fan. You know, they weren't fans about yeah. like a bright green. You know, people like more the natural stuff. Those were the ones left over. The bright green, the bright blue. Yeah. You know. But, did you? Uh, but they many, sold. They sold. They sold. I, I just had those longest. You know. How many baits did you sell that day? hundred and fifty-one, I believe. Wow, that is a great idea, though. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, truth be told. You put an event on. You got everyone to come on, but it helped you push baits. That's why you kind of put the event on. I mean, it was more. I mean, it's for the community, but at the same time, fuck, man. Yeah, no, (laughs) you know, I could have made more baits, I feel like, you know, um, but I, you know, I didn't know what to expect. I really didn't. First time ever doing something like that, you know, completely out of my comfort zone as well, you know. Yeah. Um, And you're a quiet guy, huh? Yeah, definitely. You know, this is weird for you. huh? This is definitely weird for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'd never see myself doing something like this. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. And usually on the post for uh, Instagram, anything like that, you post videos of you catching fish. Uh, I post videos of catching. I don't really do too much of the talking and stuff just because, I don't know, it's just not my style. I just, the baits speak for themselves. Yeah. You know. Um, not in a kind of cocky way, but I mean, no, you know, not at all. If you you're, like the bait, you're gonna like the bait, whether I tell you how good it is. You're or like not. the guy that is like, hey, the proof's in the pudding, right? It's fucking right exactly. there. If you like exactly. it, um, let's get on how you started the company, when it started, stuff like that. So I started probably like 2017, 2016. Um, it started with me and my buddy Ryan. Uh, I was really heavy into swim bait fishing. And um, just fishing everything, you know, glides, soft baits, walking baits, the punkers, um, everything like that. And I was just really, you know, swim bait hype. I was like, swim baits only, you know, no more conventional fishing. You were fishing conventional previously? All my life, you know, growing up, uh, all my life I've fished since I was a little guy. Did you you grow up in San Diego? Uh, I grew up in NorCal. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't fucking know. I thought you grew up down here. Nope. I I moved down here like maybe when I was 19, 20 years old. Did you fish up there then? Yeah, yeah. Did you know any of the NorCal guys then? No, I was never... 
uh, on social media or anything like that. It just wasn't, you know, I grew it up in a small, yeah, I grew up in a small town too, where it just wasn't What the town thing. did you grow up in North Carolina? Uh, Yuba City, man. Yuba City, Live Oak area. What's the closest uh, big city? Uh, Sacramento, maybe 45 Okay, minutes. not far. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How close are you to Folsom? Uh, probably about an hour. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, when I moved back, though, about five years ago, I was maybe 30 minutes from Folsom. Okay. I didn't fish it often. I didn't make my way to the Delta. Oh, so you moved back up north for a minute. Yeah, I moved up there, got some property, and, you know, I just didn't like the taking care of property up there. No, <laughs> I a, bet. It was 10 acres, and it was a lot of work. Fuck, it was a lot of work. Dude. Yeah, Fucking so, farming, dude. Yeah, I was mowing. <laughs> it was basically two weeks of mowing every month during the summer, you know, of your life. It was just mowing, sitting hey, on a tractor. 18-pack next to you, just yeah, pounding yeah. fucking... <laughs> Too hot to do that, you know, at the time. It was like 115 there, 110, so... Fuck. Yeah, it's Did you fish Folsom when you were up that way? Um, I didn't fish it too much, you know, to be honest with you. I'd always make my way to Clear Lake or the Delta. Yeah, I'd like those waters better. So that was five years ago you lived up there? Yeah, yeah. I uh, just moved back maybe like three years ago. Do you just, did you start the bait company? I'm over here cutting you off. Um, I, story. I, I, uh, um, I started it, yeah, when I was in NorCal. Started it when I was over there. Uh, my buddy had lived down here in San Diego. Yeah, and, oh, So uh, I started it in NorCal, and then I moved back down to SoCal because... My buddy was here, and it was making it a little difficult to work together while we were that far apart. So I decided to move back over here. Um, we were doing the baits again maybe for another year, and it kind of gets difficult having a partner in this kind of a thing, right? Because, you know, the, uh, maybe I'll steer away from that. I don't know. No, it, it's, with anything, I had a partner in a fishing, uh, I'm fishing, a skate shop. Yeah. And one person is either going to do more or less than the other. And that's what was I, happening. Always, and it's nothing again. You're, are you still boys? With yeah, your, definitely. So still it's good not, friends, you're not. So. And, and I guess to put it, since you already talked about, either someone gets fucking busy, someone has kids. That's someone what it gets, is. You know, that, like, that, that's really what it was. He, he has his own life going on and I have my own life going on. It was really hard to line it up. And then, you know, sometimes we get in a mood where it's like, oh, you didn't do this much or I didn't. So I'm not going to do this It fucked your friendship up and you're like, I don't want that to happen. Yeah, yeah a little bit, you yeah. know, a little bit definitely, you know. So we, we kind of steer away from that. We end up, you know, finding our grounds where we meet, you know, and decided, you know, at the time it's just the first year we took a loss. Second year we took a loss as well, you know, because um, it just wasn't paying the bills. We were actually doing too much, right? We were getting into making the next model and doing the next thing and... and so in the, f- the very first bait you guys make, what was that? Do you still sell that bait? Yeah, I don't sell it anymore because as soon as we started making the bluegill, um, a couple double digits were caught right off the bat. And, um, that's the mothership? No, that's the six-inch The six-inch. Uh, okay, yeah. wake. That was the, the first big bait you made. Like, um, I'm sorry, first popular bait. Yes, the other one was popular as well. Was, is, as many as we dropped, they would go. You know, we didn't do very many, though, because it was... At the time, I was dealing with painters and, 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 and learning experiences, right? Where I'd get so, the bait back and, and cast it out and the paint falls off. So I couldn't sell that product, right? So I had to go back and, you know, hey, let's work on this. And, you know, the paint came off. I can't sell these. Okay. And it was kind of like that for maybe six months, eight months. You know? Did you? Uh, Even with myself painting. You, know, that was you did some painting too. Yeah. I just, you know, some would stick, some would. And I just didn't have enough knowledge at the time to know why it was happening or versus why it wasn't. You know, Were you on underground at the time trying to? Um, yeah, I, I didn't really look at the grassroots section and stuff like that as much, you know, because I just couldn't find what I was looking for, right? It doesn't, just didn't go into detail that much, you know, for the things I was specifically looking for. Um, it was basically learn trial and error. Yeah. Trial and error is what yeah. it was. I couldn't find any information on the internet anywhere. Didn't know anybody to ask, you know. Um, so th- this whole thing has been like self-taught when you first started. Yeah. Um, and then 
So, so when you were taking a loss like that, that to so, me, I want to know that because so, so this is what would happen. So we would go <laughs> sit down, make a hundred baits, you know, then we put them together and it took about two weeks to put that many baits together and line them up and sand them, everything right. Then we swim test them. And then it's like, fuck, that one's crooked. Fuck, that one's crooked. That but one's that crooked. first mold you had was fine. Yeah, it wasn't so much as the mold as far as like, you know, looking back now, you know, I didn't know at the time, but you're drilling the, the pin. Your, 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 everything being straight has to do with it swimming straight. You know, if you don't drill it straight, it's not going to swim straight, period. You know, if the bait is not balanced and it's more heavy on one side versus the other, it's not going to yeah. swim straight either, you know. And so these were all the learning things that I learned. And um, like I said, I would make a batch of eight and maybe 10 would come out right. Fuck. 10 would come out right. And so that's, then that was the, the loss is like you, and you I didn't want to sell, sell like those fucking other. Yeah. And don't, know? and don't get me wrong. I probably could have sold them and still been all right. And probably nobody would have said anything, you but know, your integrity, just, right? you know, and yeah. as far as like, and that was just on my, my own experience on uh, fishing with other baits, you know, I, I would get, for example, I'd buy with one bait. I won't say names or anything, but I'd buy this one bait and it happened to be my first bait of that type, right? Do really well with it, swam straight and everything. And so, you know, I'd do extremely well, but I'd want another one. So I'd buy another one. Oh, that bait wasn't quite the same as the first one. So that was your like, pet peeve is like, you, you want to make sure you put out something that's consistent. Yeah, dude. And, and it was to the point, like when I was swim bait fishing, it was like, I'd buy 10 of them and maybe get two that I liked that were what really? I was looking for. Yeah. And it's very common to be honest with you. you know, really just, still to this day. Um, I don't really buy uh, uh, other baits at this hey, point. Will to you tell fish you. other people's baits? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have. I do it anymore. No. <laughs> do it anymore? Look at that's how Maddie got at the other bait company to kick the fucking mic stand. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I don't anymore. But I, I used to. I mean, I, I fished everybody's baits. You know, I had main staples that I liked and used. You know, when I before I had my baits. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, to date, I don't really fish any other bait except for maybe a punker. You know, and uh, depths two fifty. You know, yeah. when time calls. You know, and that's because I haven't brought my big glide out yet. You know. You're working on that. Yeah, working on tuning it still. Um, how long does it take you to tune? Or to, uh, so, like, when you first bring out that six-inch bluegill, how long did it take you to that was, tune it, figure it out? Like That first one was pure luck. That first one was pure luck. So my buddy actually carved it out of clay, um, you know, just molded it out of clay. Molding clay. Yeah, yep. Okay. And then uh, we happened to stick some weights on it, you know, that worked straight off the bat where I was like, whoa, that bait is like, <laughs> whoa, I could, it amazed me, you know, because like I was fishing everything and I was just like, whoa, okay, how did we do that? You yes. know? And um, tried to replicate it and it was very hard, right? That's where we lost a lot of the money. It's like, why can't we get it to be the same? You know, and that was that learning curve of a, a long period. It's probably a year and a half of... Oh, to get the same uh, Yeah, and that was including paint, learning paint, learning everything else. So you got to learn like the... I've talked about some other guys, but you got to learn like the weight as well because... That paint and epoxy or whatever clear you use is going to add exactly. a little bit of weight that's going to fuck the swim up. Yep, yep. And, you know, unbalanced paint, I deal with that uh, for oh, a while Oh, that's a well. whole other fucking deal. Yeah, say, say. You put too heavy on one side, it could fuck the whole bait up. And, you know, what I did with my bait when I brought it to the market is like, or when I was thinking of, you know, creating a bait, I was like, I want a skinny profile. I didn't see any at the time that were like really, really skinny. And, um. I didn't know that that was the hardest profile to try to get swimming as well because it just wants to wash out so easily. And um, like I said, we got lucky. We got very lucky. It swam right the first time. And to replicate it was very hard, you know. But then we, we started realizing afterwards, you know, like a year and a half down the road, I was like looking at all the baits, really examining them, you know. And why is this one different? Why? Oh, man, look at the drill. It's just a millimeter off. You know, that's how much it could be. One millimeter off. Just God, It's man. crazy because I could look at other baits even and be like, Oh, I know how this guy designed the bait, 
and it meant it was meant to swim straight right but this drill kind of threw it off and had to burn it wants to wash out and that's not what the bait was meant to be sold as right but it happens to just get out there and a lot of those baits are out there right but it's all about the drill it's all about the drill and, and putting your your stuffing straight and making sure it's symmetrical yeah. do you put it all together yourself yeah um my wife helps me as well look um, at you that's good yeah dude she's you she's yell at her when she no i'm just kidding no. <laughs> do i have to answer that no <laughs> um no no she's she does a lot man she does a lot she 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 does so much. It's, it's But she probably knows so much about baits now. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, dude. She, she, she is better than a lot of my homies I fish with, oh, right? Dude. Like fishing-wise. Like she'll throw the big swim baits out there and kill them. She has them for a while, you know, because the, the young kids and stuff. But um, she's, she's great at throwing swim baits. So she's it's just you and your wife kind of putting everything together. Yeah. Um, I had help. And a couple buddies here and there. I had help about last year from a few buddies and didn't, didn't work what out. What well. assholes they are, huh? No, exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, do you still no. talk to? Are those like buddies? Of yours, um, that kind one of? I do because he got drug into it, and he, and he wasn't even involved in <laughs> it really. But it. it was everybody else pointing fingers at him. Yeah, and it, and it had nothing to do with him at the time. <laughs> yeah, and it, bad luck, you know, bad luck and coincidences, you know, that pointed yeah. towards him. Yeah. Um, and it, and yeah, I still talk to him very much. He's a very good friend. That's good. Um, the other ones, no, you know, they they, they stole my mold. Try to make uh, what the fuck? yeah, try to make bait. To try to teach another guy how to make my bait. Because um, they were in here pouring them, right? And knowing how to make them and everything, you know, except for... That's got to be a fucking hard part, bro, is to like... Well, here's where I separated it, right? Where, where I separated is you can have my molds. You can have my molds. Try and get them to swim straight. That shit is a bitch, you know what I mean? Like, it's a different story to, to make the mold or to have the mold than oh, it is to my make language. it. I, I no, this is explicit. Okay, okay. Yeah, and okay. some people say I say fuck too much. Dude, this is a, this is a real conversation. Like, so for people sure, think sure. that I say... It's how I talk. Yeah, for so sure. for you to tell me to talk a different way, then you're going to get a different show, and I'm going to be proper. For sure, and for sure. I tried, you know, I'm trying to not drink as much, but I like drinking. <laughs> Hopefully, High Life will sponsor this podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's got to be hard to trust someone to bring them in if you're going to work with you. Oh, and it was, you know, you and know? I had them sign the NDA. But you did know, you that, really? Yeah, but you know, as far how far does that go? You know what I mean? Someone um, told me to do that with this, and I'm like, I don't. I think you, what you do is different. What I do is kind of like I'll lose, I'll lose a, a, a quality of the podcast that you're going to miss no. because I'd rather just let them listen back and go, you want to cut this out? No problem. For sure. Because for you're sure. going to still have that excitement and the talk that we have right now. Definitely. definitely. But that would, that, that's a hard one, man, because you, you got to trust the guy. I'm sure you talk to other bait makers that do the same, and they got a solid team, but you got to find that team. And right now, the only team you have is you and your wife. It's me and my wife, man, you know, and uh, I, I kind of figured, you know, I'm going to keep it that way probably. Um, I have a couple of guys that will help once in a while, but like I said, I keep them away from like that. Like, they can pour. I have them pour, and that's as far as it goes. I don't have them do the other stuff because the other stuff is where the skill is involved, right? That's where the skill comes in and putting it in straight and putting everything in completely straight do you think you could make a jig for all that no have you tried before uh, the reason being is that the drill bit is too uh, thin so if you have one it doesn't matter it wants to bend one way so say you're coming down in the jig if you're going to get that result of what i'm saying is what maybe other bait makers do that maybe they don't but the the screw wants to move no matter what no matter what you can so you got to like finesse that bitch down yes you can come across a pocket right that just has like a little air or just a little different density that will throw that that drill bit off to go just a tiny bit and that's all it takes to make a bait not straight on a full burn you know and and that's on a full burn don't get me wrong a lot of people put baits out oh they're not meant to be burned or they're not i feel like if you put a bait I so should you, do you everything. put when you when you make your bait you want a full burn and know that it'll swim straight and yes. not turn over yep. 
and then at slow you can work it the way you want it. Yeah. So you're making it almost like Caesar said this. He makes tools. You want your tool to do multiple things. Yes, yes. Not just fucking burn or just slow. Yeah, and the reason burn. being is like, say I need to get a fish to react. That's behind the bait. And I need to burn it. Well, my this is just my opinion, right? So if a bait swims crooked and does something weird, I feel like those bigger, smarter fish, they, they see that. And they're like, whoa, I've never seen a fish do that before. You know what I mean? And so that turns them off. It'll turn right around. Being straight and being able to swim just as fast as you can straight I feel like that's like a more you get that reaction but I've seen it happen I've seen it where buddies are out with me and they've seen it as well where I get a fish to come up a hit hook it come undone and just keep burning it and burning it and, come right back and it comes, turns right back oh, and hits fuck. it after being hooked you know yeah. and it happens multiple times you know? not just once or twice like I could do this very often and it's because um I feel, and I feel like that straightness has to do with that. You know, I feel like if I had a crooked bait and I did that and it just went sideways, I feel like maybe I wouldn't be able to get those reactions. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. You know, what I mean, that's just this my, is just with your own uh, my own experience. Yeah. Yes, my own. Um, so when you made that six inch, you kind of figured it out. It took you like a year to figure the mold out. Uh, did you use that same method and like equation to do the next bait? Like, okay, we kind of know how this six inch likes to swim. Sit was the profile still skinny? Because you're you're one of the Skinny bait, guys, where yeah. it's, it's a thinner bait. So, uh, sorry, what was the question? So, like, did you use that same equation to make that six-inch? Um, so uh, On the next bait where you go, oh, we kind of know now. So we know. No, the next bait I used uh, made was the rock. And so it was completely different, right? It was just completely different. you do? You're fucking going hard right after that. Huh? Yeah, no, it, but I haven't put any of those out, though, you know? Yeah. And the reason being is the gill's doing so well. Mm-hmm. Why would I take away from that, you know? And don't get me wrong, the other ones are going to shine just as well as the gill, but... I feel like until the gills had its time where, you know, everybody's got one. Everybody's happy. How many, how many baits do you have out right now? Of the bluegills, I mean, a couple thousands. No, no, I mean, but like models. Um, that are actually available. So like, do you have, like, I have the Glide. Mm-hmm. I have the Titan Trout, which is a 10-inch trout or 9.5-inch trout. Um, I have the, the regular Shad Glide that's been out. I have the 6-inch, and I have some minis that dropped. Uh, I have another drop coming up. But minis are out there, and then uh, motherships will be coming out this month as well. Probably, so for how long you've been doing it, you don't have a ton of baits out. Um, you know what I'm saying. So my is, question is more: Do you take that amount of time to really tune that bait and make sure it's the best it can be? Yeah, yeah. That's my question. So what I'm trying to get to. So, so check this out. So I make the bait, put it all together, and then I take it out to the lake before it even goes to paint. I take it out to the lake and yes. I swim test. I put it through all it's what it's supposed to do. I walk the bait. I make sure it goes slow and doesn't catch on anything and stick Pre up. and post paint. Yes. So okay. I do right before paint. And then, I, then, I, then I'll sand the baits. You know, after I've tested them, then I'll sand them, get them ready. I mean, looking immaculate, right? All the mold seams off, everything. And then I send it to paint. And then it comes back and I test it again just to make sure it's the same way I sent it. Um, reason being is I've had baits come back and, you know, hey, the guy sprayed primer way heavy on the right side versus the left side. And being such a skinny bait... Like I said, it wants to throw it off and make it swim sideways or left to right. And um, so I experienced that. And um, painters like Bass Jack, uh, TK, I've never experienced that. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, they already knew their, what they were doing, you know, when, when I gave them the bait. So, you know, that was a good thing. But um, as far as me learning on my own, that was tough. You so know? why don't you paint? Uh, I will start painting again. You know, I stepped away from it because it was like make more baits and get more baits out there or make less baits and paint them myself. Um, and at the time, 
it seemed like a better idea because, I mean, this isn't good for your health, period. Making this stuff, right? We deal with micro balloons and stuff like that. It's like dealing with um, asbestos, right? And once it goes in your lungs, it doesn't come out. It stays in there. Do you wear, you wear a mask? When you I wear a full it? mask and a suit. See, I'm the only guy who's probably doing that. And a that. suit? Yeah, like a full PPE oh, suit. That's and awesome. It's, it's hot, you know, but the reason I do it is like I'm trying to live as long as I can and do this. So if I didn't wear the suit, I'd get it all over my clothes. And as soon as I take my mask off and get in my car, it puffs up everywhere and the dust goes everywhere. You can see it when you do that. You, know, you don't want to bring it home to your kids. Yeah, or something. And, and that's the reason I, I got the shop. You know, I don't want to be doing it even in the garage. You know, and the reason being is I'm going to track it in from the garage into my house, whether I want to see it or not. You know, maybe I'm yeah. not seeing it visibly, but it's on a microscopic level, which you're breathing in. You know, and that's what you're worried about. Yeah, you can't see that shit. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, you know, being in the house because while you're making, I mean, like I was stirring cups and everything. It's all in the air everywhere. You no know? one's think. Uh, I mean, that's a good point of view because I don't think a lot of people are fucking thinking of that. And then, I mean, I do shit all that. Like, oh, for I done construction all that. The whole silica dust thing now is like... And see, this is worse. Fuck, I mean, it's, it's glass particles that are yeah. small microspheres. Yeah. You know, and, and not to mention the, the, the resin itself is putting off fumes. You know, um, a lot of guys I see like making plastisol, making baits, like for, and they're just right there with nothing. Breathing, just a mask. Yeah. You know, that stuff absorbs through your skin, you know, and it doesn't matter if you're uh, wearing a mask, you're absorbing it through your skin, yeah. you know. So if you're not wearing full protection, you're just no, killing yourself. No, I agree 100%, you know? dude. Um, so yeah, that's kind of why I have it here and separated, you know, it's a good call. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. How long have you had the shop? For? Uh, probably two years now. It's a long time. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, and it's good enough for you. You don't need to make anything bigger. Do you want to do more production? I, I eventually want to do where I, you know, like get a production line going where I have people filling the molds and then I'm just taking them, drilling them, putting them together. I can have people assemble them, yeah. you know, um, I'd like to do that eventually, you know, Hold on one second. You hear that fucking bass? Yeah, yeah. Where's it coming from? You can leave it like that. Yeah. All right, guys. No fan now. A little better audio quality. There we go. Sorry, it's, it's hot. As, it's going to be hot as fuck over here. I'm on number two already, guys. It'll be hot as shit in a minute. Huh? Yeah. Let me get 100 in here within 30. Yeah, I did it again. Your beer? Is it your beer? No? Oh, it is. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I don't know what the oh. fuck that, that buzz is, guys. It's annoying the fuck out of me now. What about your camera? You think it's because your camera's too close? No. No? It's, a, it's something to do with, like, ground or something. We'll just go. All right. So we'll, I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about now. Your <laughs> shop, um, your bait. Uh, so when you came to the next bait. So, uh, I, so I made the rot, and then... Um, 
I haven't put it out yet, obviously, you know, so that's sitting on the shelf just Wait, waiting. you made it now? Yeah, it's already done. It's already done. It's all swam tested. Uh, I, I threw it the other day. Uh, so the, the other baits, were they, were they different size of the bait originally you made? You know what I'm saying? What do you mean? So like when I talk about how many models you have, yeah, you have different, uh, they're all different baits. Yeah, yeah. Like if you see the rat, I have it. It's, it's big. It's giant. It's probably one of the bigger rats. Um, I'll probably make some smaller ones. It's up top right yeah, there. Oh, dude, I'm just looking at all here. Yeah, so um, the, I make them bigger. Yeah, seen, the, I know what that is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, I've seen those before. Yep, yep. That's actually a buddy's bait that I'm actually helping him with. Really? Yeah, yeah. I do that too. I'll help you know, guys, oh, guys on the side as well. That's cool. So, so when you started, you had no mentor. Did you no. get someone in the end, like when you got a little deep into it, was someone was like, hey, dude, if you need help? Never, never have I have ever come across that. Really? Never. Because I talked to a lot of, a lot of bait makers have like someone they can kind of talk to. Yeah, I, just, I guess You're I wasn't. You're a wolf pack, huh? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, you know, trial and error, trial and error, a lot really? of trial, a lot of error, you know. So then um, when did you know that your bait was like, wow, this is. So you were working this whole time, right? Yeah. So I, I did like internet sales, you know, like reselling items and stuff like that off of eBay. Um, working with a few buddies and stuff like that on the side. Worked in the orchard growing up, you know, that's what I did, you know, growing up as a kid. Um, but I went through, I uh, moved over to San Diego to put myself through college, you know, went and did that. And then, um, you know, baits, like I said, came up out of nowhere and I was fishing them heavy. I was really, what really got me leaning towards it, you know, as well as making these as, um, I was casting off baits that were like 300 bucks, 400 bucks, you know, at the time. And it was getting expensive, you know, as a college student, it was like, oh man, this is pricey, you know? I wouldn't fucking bait. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I don't have fucking money for, no, for sure. I didn't, I didn't either. I didn't either, you know, <laughs> I didn't either to be doing that. So I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta make my own bait, you know, I gotta yeah. make my own bait and make it to where, I, what I like, you know, and make it my style. And, um, yeah, so I ended up doing that and yeah, it ended up a good thing. It ended up a good thing. So you, you had the, uh, you started doing the baits. You're still working. When did you go? I'm doing this full time. So that's intriguing so to me it, because I like to hear like so the, you and Caesar, like two guys I know that, and Matt. Now you know, like yeah, yeah. that's cool as fuck, man. Yeah, for sure. You know, super cool. Um, so what happened with me is like me and the buddy were talking about it. We made those. The glide came out really well. You know, we made the glide. It came out well. It was very hard to tune. You know, at time not having any knowledge to you, like oh, I pour all these, and then the same kind of issue I had with that where. I'd make 50 of them and have like 10 that are what I would pass, you know, what I would want to buy if I was the person spending the money on, you know. Um, and so seeing that happen, we're, we're making the baits failing, making the baits failing. And about a year and a half into it, when, you know, when we got them all dialed and everything, we sent out a batch to paint and the paint stuck, you know, and we decided to walk away from painting at that time. You know, it was like too much of a hassle. You know, our baits were catching with our paint, but then like, you know, after a few fish or... Oh, so you, know, you were going out and catching them without paint, no problem. Oh, yeah, they, they were being the caught, swim. you know. Well, yeah, you know, the ones we painted, you know, some of the paint would hold up, but then it would just chunk off in areas, you know, but it still wasn't acceptable, right? So, you know, what we decided is, okay, let's just use this as a marketing tool as well, right? And use these other painters, you know. Let's use these painters, you know. And, I, and some of the painters I hit up at first, you know, they didn't even want to paint my bait because they were just like, oh, it's just not a recognized bait, you know. Um... But, uh, you know, after you like, got, you got big dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, but you know, I, uh, after a month in of that first bit, bit batch that got painted, um, 
there was a couple digits, double digits caught, you know, right in California uh, out of the Delta. And um, as soon as that happened, it was like, oh man, people just started asking for the baits. It's like a light turned on, you know, it was like, hey, can I get the baits? Can I get the baits? Every day I had people sending me messages. Who did someone post it up or did, did you? Um, the, did well, you? the guy posted it up that caught the, the fish and then I posted on the Instagram, you know, and I was very new to social media at the time. I really didn't even know how it worked, mm-hmm. you know, and um, just posting the pictures and uh, captions underneath it. But uh, yeah, just that one fish got everything going. You know what I mean, got everything going. And then, you know, I made another batch and I just held myself to those standards that I'm never gonna, no matter what, no matter how many people keep hitting me up and I can sell this many, I'm never gonna put the bait out that doesn't do what it's supposed to do, you know? And from, Which is, from my a, is a great point of view you have because, I mean, I'm sure some, some dude just put out shit. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'll, like, tell, I'll, I'll verify that. Yes, they do. <laughs> like, like they do. A lot, a lot of guys do, you know, and it's not, you know, whether they're doing it maliciously or not. I don't think it's a malicious thing. I think it's more so of like, maybe they didn't design the bait to do that or the bait can't do that, you know? Um, and it doesn't mean it's a bad bait if it can't do that. It doesn't mean that at all, you know? Uh, a lot of baits are meant to be slow rolled and they catch fish perfectly fine. Catch big fish as well. You just want something that's versatile. That's what we talked about. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know? And that takes a lot of a lot of work a lot of work man i mean so when you when you price these things i I ask pays the same thing do you go off of a a market standard or do you go off of like okay this is what i think i should do hourly wise or you see like okay here's what toxic here's what you know uh working class zero here's what 86 here's what pays do you do that so what i did is like um i came in the market of just i I first dropped them at 65 dollars. i think 65 dollars, and that was I literally didn't make any money. That's part of the reason why we took the losses. Like, okay, after we sent it to painters, because we weren't using painters at the time, and still we could make like 20 bucks or 30 bucks, you know, off of Bay at $65. You know? That ain't shit, bro. You know, but, it, but it wasn't nothing, you know, at the time. And that's because we were using sh- cheap, shitty resin at the time, you know. And like I said, we weren't selling them then. That's just, that was, that was the idea, right? It's mm-hmm. like, we can do this. But they weren't ready to sell at that moment, you know. Like, I didn't sell the first baits until two years after messing with him, you know? Yeah, and that's, we had the name, we had the business license, had everything. So two years ago is when you really started? It's about two years ago, a little bit, let's see, 2000, about three years ago when we... 2017? Yeah, 2017, right around there where it really blew up and and became something where you could live off of this, you know? Um, But do you think, because you put all that work in research and development, that it is such a big difference? 100%. If I would have came and sold the baits that I thought like, oh, you know, that could, that's sellable. And I've, I've fished plenty of baits like that, right? Uh, that's sellable it is people would be happy even to get it probably mm-hmm. but i just couldn't do that you know i i feel like if i did it the right way the guys like me that think like me and see it they won't think that about my bait no matter what there will be nothing to say about the bait right it speaks for itself you know like i said in the beginning so that was, that was kind of like uh my goal is to make the bait that no one could talk shit about as far as like what it does in the water you know, I mean, sure, you cannot like the bait, could not be your style. That's perfectly fine. But yeah, it doesn't blow out. It doesn't go wash out. It doesn't do it doesn't get stuck. It doesn't do shit like that. You know what I mean? So I feel like just putting all that time, those two years into it is really what helped my company be where it's at today. And everybody knowing that, hey, if you get a UFO bait, it's going to swim straight. Is, it, is the mothership the main bait you guys sell? No, the mothership is, it, there's not any out there currently except for maybe three. Really? Um, yeah, and that's just because I just made them and just started. I really didn't even want to put them out after I made them. But you've p- uh, promoted them for a while. Promoted, right? yeah, and I've kind of been keeping it under wraps, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and the reason being is, like, I know as soon as it gets out here, like, people are going to do what I, see what I'm seeing out here on these waters. 
and my bite's probably going to just die down, you know. But so you're keeping the bite for you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's it, I've never seen anything like that with that bait, like size of bait Fuck yeah, in dude. SoCal, especially. I mean, it's hard to fish here, right? The lakes are tough. They are tough. Like everybody says, oh, go to SoCal, you'll catch a giant. It's not that easy, right? It's not. That Do you easy. feel like that North Lakes are, are a lot better? The Delta yeah. is oh, a lot yeah. better. Yeah. Oh yeah, your chances are so much higher. That's what I feel. You fucking know? Danny That's just from, is a real shithead. Delta dude, you think he's <laughs> a fisherman? He's a fucking asshole. No, I just fucking. <laughs> that, that, that dude's cool. <laughs> no, cool. I like Danny. We're boys. He's, hell yeah, he's a hell boy. yeah. Um, no, that's a cool here perspective to hear is both sides. But that bait though is fucking. It's big. <laughs> it's, it's big. You know, a lot of guys are going to be intimidated by it. You know, because yeah. they just don't realize how big it is. Because in the videos and the pictures, I mean, it's hard to tell. It's hard to get a perspective. You don't yes. know how big I am. Yeah. Versus you know, standing next. You to You know, me. if you're long on him, like your bass, yeah, yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, hey, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, but seriously, you know, so so it kind of you don't get that perspective until it's in your hand. When it's in your hand, it's like, oh shit, this is a big bluegill bait, you know. Yeah. And um, but it, the crazy thing is, is, I'm getting even like two pounders to hit this thing, even one pounders, and it's getting hit all day, like. I've taken maybe 40 trips out with this bait and three skunks, maybe three to four skunks. Damn. And this is not even exaggerating. And like, like ask all my buddies, I've taken them all out and been able to catch fish in front of every single one of them, you know? And, and even they were skeptical, man, that's a big bait. You know, you throw it and it's heavy. You know what I mean? Like it's how a heavy do you, bait. That's yeah. That's fucking sick. How do you, uh, handle baits that don't swim correctly? So like, do you have people like, so ever like, so go return them or like, I've, ne- I've never had, so I've never gave anybody a bait that ever swam incorrectly ever. Okay. It's never been an issue that I've had brought up to me ever. Not even one time. And the okay. reason being is I swim tested before I put it in that box to go to you. So I know that it swims good. Like I, it's, yeah. it swam for a good five minutes. Like I put it through, I didn't just throw it one time and cast. Yeah. I, you know, I made my cast with it to make sure that it does everything it's supposed to do. So I've never, ever had that be an issue. Um, only issues I've came across was like people snapping bills out or breaking bills. Oh, you really? Know? And that's just like and you got you, replacements for those. Yeah, and it's just yeah. like you, you know, you hit it on a rock or a dock or anything like that. You know, so I mean, I guess it's a common thing. I'm sure other bait makers have the same issues, but that's the only thing I've run into as far as like quality wise and being an issue. And it hasn't been a huge issue. Maybe fifteen to twenty out of a couple thousand baits. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, and that's just start. <laughs> and that was the thing of starting with uh, the quality, you know, and taking the two years to do that is like. Uh, a lot I, mean, of I feel like that's something if you could preach to someone that's going to start a bait company, just take your time. Yeah, take your right? time and really make sure it's something you want to fish and that you'd want to spend your hard earned money on. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're going to throw a price out there that's over a hundred bucks even. Right. I mean, that's hours you're putting in to get that hundred dollars. I mean, it's a lot for people, you know. So I feel like, you know, you just want to start with the best product you can, you know. Um, I forgot what's going with that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> shit happens. You're just like me. Yeah. <laughs> I think I don't even know what I was fucking asking either way. Yeah. But um, so you did some stuff with Swimbait Underground as well. Yes. Yeah, uh, a couple um, like of their because I had Chris on a while ago and you had a, a bait that you made just as a drop for them. Yep, we did a collab. Um, that was a cool one. It was a, like a dark midnight color with the SU symbol on it. That was a really cool one. Got Do you think that helped a lot with your with your company? Oh, definitely. You know, yeah. any any kind of collabs like that, it definitely helped for marketing wise. You know, because more people see it than would have seen it just on my page alone. So it definitely helps. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all those drops that you do with collabs and, you know, any bait that gets into anyone's hands, it just helps, you know, because no. other people see it. And, but, yeah, that was a big, big help. You know, those guys over there at Somebody Underground, big shout-out to them. They're, they're great guys over there. Yeah. Definitely. New, uh, we'll have a collab dropping soon with them. So Are you really? Yeah, stay tuned oh, for that one. Yeah, yeah, dude. It'll be different color. 
Uh, it'd be awesome though. I won't give too much details. But, yeah, it should be cool. You heard it here first, guys. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, you have a couple of uh, crazy stories I've heard. Hey, word on the street. Yeah, yeah. Some some fools try to blast you, dude. A few times. A few times. <laughs> <laughs> you meant talking about those? Yeah. I so, thought they're they're very. If you don't mind, it's yeah, entertaining. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so the first time it happened. Um, fishing and this is a, not like you're not a gangster you're nothing nah, i have and, tattoos but they're not gang related right? yeah. it's my daughter's name so that's one why look. i want to say like you got shot up for random ass fucking literally name. wrong place yes. wrong time as, yeah. as far as i know you know so um i was out uh, fishing the san diego river a lot when i first figured out and you know it's um you know where the san diego mission is Mm-mm. well right where the mission is there's a pond that opens up and uh that's fed by the river and it's i mean really good fishing by the time i was fishing it mm-hmm. and nobody was fishing there Granted, I come to find out I know why nobody was fishing there now. It was really dangerous, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, everything's tagged up. You know, I've seen a lot of homeless people down there, but they didn't bother me. You know, I didn't bother them. You know, I'd give them stuff in on the way in yeah. sometimes, you know. Um, but, yeah, I had no issues. I was fishing there every morning, you know, every single morning. I'd go there for four hours, and I'd just see the, some crazy shit. Like, I mean, that you don't see in SoCal, like yeah. boiling everywhere from the, this side to that side oh, of the pond and man. bass everywhere. I was catching eights and nines on the Alabama rig. I mean, left and right, you know, and it was common. It was like, I'd go there every morning and catch the fish, you know? And, um, so I was fishing there and then I decided, you know, Hey, let's try some night fishing. You know, I was talking to my buddy and he had a kayak. So we got a kayak, we launched there and, you know, we're fishing the whole night. We didn't catch nothing, you know, maybe a crappie and we decided around midnight, you know, we're going to leave. All right. So there was no moon out at the, at the time. So it was really dark, you know, pitch black. And all of a sudden, you know, we're paddling out and we're like 15 feet from the reed line. And all of a sudden we hear this big old Oh shit, sounded like gunshot, right? Yeah. Like, we knew it was a gunshot. We stopped, stopped paddling, kind of just like, oh shit, where was that from? You know? And it sounded close. Um, and we're just listening, and about five seconds later, another gunshot, but very close to us, right out of the reeds right here, goes off and goes right between us. So you hear this, like of the bullet, oh, you know, fuck. going between us. We're on a two person kayak, you know, yeah. where we're facing each other. And it goes in between us. And like, as soon as that happened, I told my buddy, like, I mean, immediately, you know, either trying to kill us. And I jumped into the water. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I did. Because, I mean, he the second jumped gun. into the water, jump, jump, Yeah, instantly. Well, as soon as I jumped, he kind of fell in, right? Because <laughs> we're on the kayak, hey, you, you know. You got scared first and we're like, I'm out of here. In- instantly, you know, I'm, I'm living in the situation. I'm not going to sit here and get shot at, you know. So, um, yeah, so the first shot goes off, or second shot goes off. I'm in the water, underwater. I see my prayers, you know. see my prayers and uh, ask God to take care of me. And he did, you know. Uh, I took off my shirt while I was under the water. I took off my pants. I took off my shoes. Because while I was under the water the whole time, too, as soon as I hit the water, it was like December, um, and it was colder, had a sweatshirt on, I sucked in water. So when I sucked in water, I I didn't know I did that at a time, right? Because everything's happening so fast. So I'm under the water, and I'm choking, like, but trying to stay under the water, because I still hear gunshots going off. Boom. Boom. And they're not going off very fast, right? They're taking their time. So holding my breath underwater, saying my prayers, I come up. As soon as I come up, boom, right by my head. Boom, another one right by my head. And then all of a sudden, they take their time. So it's 15 to 30 seconds they're in, be- looking for you. in between oh shots. Boom, oh, and they're going right by our heads every mm-hmm. time. So I'm like 20 yards to start swimming underwater, going. And then I come back up, and my buddy's screaming, Eric, Eric, help me. And now I'm, I'm coughing, too. Like, I think I'm dying, you know. Like, I yeah. thought I'd been shot yeah, because yeah. of the water, you know. So... I decide, fuck it, you know, I'm going to go back and, and help him. So I start swimming back towards the gunshots were because he's sitting there splashing, yelling for me. So I get to him, and he's a big dude. He was like 6'2", you know. So I come up to him, dude, and, and he starts to climb on top of me, like, like 
like panicking, right? Like, Scared. Like, yeah, it seemed like or holding me down was weird, right? Mm -hmm. And so I had to like kick him off of me. So you could swim pretty good. You're good to at the time, not anymore, but at the, <laughs> <laughs> at, at the time, yeah. So at the time I could, and uh, so I kicked him away from me, and, and when I kicked him back, I was like, hey, calm down. And there's, mind you, the whole time this is happening, I tell him, hey, calm down. They can't see us. I mean, we haven't been shot. There's already a dozen shots that yeah, have gone off, yeah. you know? They can't see us. Just get to the car is what I told him. You know, it was like, he said he lost his glasses is what he told me, right? He said, I can't see I lost my glasses. So I grabbed him. I pushed him in the direction. I was like, go. And so he starts going. We both go our own ways. I make it to the shore. And mind you, six, seven, eight more gunshots going off the whole time. Boom. Landing right, I mean, right next to me. Everyone's within two feet of me. Mm -hmm. You know, and then I get to the reed line and I'm pulling through it and trying to get my way through there. And they're going off. And all of a sudden the gunshots stop. I'm getting through there, trying to pull my way through. I'm thinking, fuck, they're running around, right? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking is they're running around. So I'm trying to get through there as quick as I can. And mind you, I'm in my boxers, That's right? What so I'm in say. my boxers. I'm in the mud. <laughs> You're in your underwear. And, yeah, dude. So I'm running down. This, I end up going, to, getting onto this trail and I'm running down it. And like I said, I've only been fishing here for maybe a month prior to that. Um, and, uh, so I didn't really know where I was at at the time, too, when I got on land. I was disorientated, right? Yes. I didn't know what side of the pond I was on or anything, right? So I hit the trail, and I just start running. And then all of a sudden, I see a light on the trail. I'm like, oh, fuck, they got me, you know? I just start running towards it, and it's a lady, and she's screaming. And she's like, what's going on? What's going on? And, you know, at the time... You know, I said, I, I ran past her. And I said, run, bitch. They're trying to kill you. That's the exact words. Exact words, right? Like, she was on the, nine, the 911 phone call, I guess. And uh, on her 911 call, they recorded a dozen shots. And uh, oh, they, even, they recorded me even running past her. Run, bitch. They're going to kill you. you know? I'd love to have the audio bike. <laughs> For sure. For sure. And so I run past her, dude. And then um, I'm going to this truck, come to this fence. And then I end up in the, where the mission is. And at the time, I didn't know it was a San Diego mission. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. I go up there, and I'm banging on doors. Banging on doors. Like, fuck, let me in. I have no phone, nothing, you know? Banging on shit. And I realize, what the fuck? Nobody's here. This is the San Diego mission. You know, this is an apartment building, yes. right? So I'm like, oh, crap. So they have a cactus garden that's right there. And uh, I go into the cactus garden. I hang out there for like 10 minutes, you know, just kind of. Are you with your boy the whole time? No, we're separated at this point. We're You're fucking yeah. like, hey, dude, I got to yeah, do I, what's good for me. I think I'm shot too. Like, I'm trying not to look down at all because I'm breathing to where, like, I feel like I'm choking on blood. But it's water because I sucked yeah, in so yeah, much yeah. water, right? And I didn't look down because I thought, like, I see the blood, I'm going to die or something. You, you really know? thought you were I, fucking. I 100% thought oh, I was shot. Fuck. Like, I really thought I was because it was hard to breathe. Yeah, I sucked yeah. in so much water. I'm surprised I didn't pass out. And you're running your fucking yeah, ass off. Running dude. my ass off. So you got to imagine the two, you know, I'm, I'm dying you know so all of a sudden i go next to the road dude and there's this car going back and forth really slowly the same car just going back and forth and i waited for like five six minutes and they left and then all of a sudden you know another five minutes goes by and my buddy's car starts up and i never seen him get into the car you know, his car started up i run down there and i bang on the window and his doors were locked and he was just stuck just straight just stuck oh, just fuck. he got back to his car and he's like just stuck just in fear man. and I, it took like two minutes of just like hey dude what the fuck open the fuck we got into the 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 um ford explorer and flipped a bitch and we get over to the 7-eleven literally at the corner like maybe a mile down the road and we got spotlighted by the helicopter. They pull us out of the car. Cops pull us out of the car at gunpoint. They think, oh, they think we're the ones doing the yeah. shooting. I'm here butt-ass naked almost. You guys, you think mud. you guys are fucking in the car? Yeah, for sure, dude. <laughs> you know, so some weird shit, you know? And um, so they take me out. I had to explain to them. We explained to them what happened. And they didn't believe us. So they took the floor camera and they went over there. They saw our kayak. They saw two people down there. Um, they said it was too dangerous to send the officers down to the marsh area. So they weren't able to go after them. But they said they did see two people down there on the floor camera. So they, they uh, next day, detectives picked us up, took us down to the spot, you know, try to find uh, shell casings. Was the kayak there still? Yeah, kayak was there still. Um, 
uh, and then we got that back. You know, we were able to get everything you get your gear in back? our gear back. Yeah, oh, it was on the boat. Yeah. yeah, it didn't tip out, I guess. We had just tipped sideways when we came out of it. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, a week prior to that, they found a dead guy in the in there as well. They must and, be doing something down yeah, there. Yeah, so what they think happened is like, when we, uh, on our way in, uh, there was like a little island we passed, you know, coming through a creek. And they had a, like a generator in there. So I'm assuming uh, the cops probably told us the same, same thing is that they were probably making drugs. Okay. And they seen us in there and they decided to scare us off by shooting at us. Yeah. Um, who knows? You know, the situation. You know, they <laughs> hey, even said that it could was be. really fucking close. Oh, for sure. <laughs> they, well, they said even like they do gang initiation down in that area where they take uh, people down there and they do the first killings. And it's usually on the homeless people is what the cops told me, oh, you know. And I was just like, damn, like that's crazy. You know, that's crazy. That's right there, you know, and just. I mean, I've seen little kids down there fishing before, you know, not too many of during them. During the day, Yeah, bro. but during the day, but still, I mean, it's dangerous. Like, I've... I've you haven't gone back? I have, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I have, you know. But You're I, like, no, no, the fishing's that good. I want to die. Yeah. That's how fucking <laughs> good the fishing is. <laughs> no, I take the gun now, you know. I take the gun. Because <laughs> the detectives told me, you know, they were telling me, you know, like, don't be scared, you know, don't, don't, don't like this change your, your view on this area, you know what I mean? Like, because I guess they're trying to clean up that whole the area, because I guess there's where a lot of homeless people sleep down there, you know. And um, that's kind of what creates the... Now you're packing. Yeah, now I'm packing when I'm going down there. You know, <laughs> definitely. Everywhere, really, you know. Uh, <laughs> recently, this year, I was shot at uh, Santee Lakes. That's crazy. Uh, that's like a, a residential... Residential nice. during the day. It was like hey, 5 Hey, that's PM. a nice area, too, right? Yeah, nice area. You know, like uh, ladies were running down the road, you know, when they, when they were shooting. And I, like, wrong place, did wrong the cop, time. Did the cops come on that oh, one? Oh, yeah, too? they were there within two minutes. Oh, they were there within within two minutes, helicopters, no everything. Way. Yeah, dude, it was it was crazy. A lot of them too, but yeah, they they were shooting at us from it's like a, there's a canal that runs. Uh, Did down you the see side the guys? We didn't see them, but we know that they're shooting because they're on the other side of the fence. They were literally on the other side of the fence shooting through the fence. And um, dude, San Diego's fucking crazy, bro. For sure, for <laughs> sure. And you know what was crazy about that story is, um, you know, while we were there and all the cops came, you know, the Santee Rangers came out and they were uh, talking to the police, and I guess they found a dead geese that were in the lot in the same area that were shot a week prior. So Damn. they were just saying maybe even somebody just worked their way up from like killing animals, got bored, and decided to shoot at some people. Yeah. Or maybe they were shooting at birds, and we just happened to be in the way as well. You That's know? wild, still. Yeah, That's scared. yeah, it was. It Did was. you tell your wife about all these adventures? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I had to call her up because it's like, oh, I don't know what's happening. The hey, cops I'm, are all... I'm in jail right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, she's exactly. probably like again. Well, that <laughs> again? night, yeah, Fuck? the night that I got uh, that the first one happened, you know, like they they held me for a long time, you know, just questioning us and she's tripping because it was like 20 something shots that went off during the night right there and that's right uh, in mission valley you know yeah. i mean it sounded like a war zone you yeah, know what I mean? yeah but um yeah that she was shocked she was definitely shocked she's like you're not going fishing that night anymore <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah she got me a bulletproof vest and everything do you wear a bulletproof vest when you fish <laughs> at night sometimes i do <laughs> <laughs> I'm not you're even like, gonna lie. No, I'm fucking serious. I'm not even gonna lie. Hey, <laughs> that, you're like lie. a cat, bro. You uh, got fucking nine lives. You use go. two of them. <laughs> yeah. Now you got to wear that fucking vest when for you go sure. out and catch those big swim bait fish. For sure, though. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> what a wild fucking story. Oh, it man. is. Yeah. I mean, you, and it happened twice. It's just even crazier. You know. And you, you did. Did you grow up in this area, like where you're fishing? Um, didn't grow up right because I didn't but, come until I was like 19. But you lived here for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, it was all, not yeah, like- yeah, and I didn't, especially Mission Valley. You know, like I've lived there, and you just wouldn't think that it's so central right there that that could happen. You know, yeah, especially that many gunshots, and then them not doing anything about it as well. Like it was just kind of like whoa, you know, Dude, like right, yeah, like you see them down there even, and you can't go get them, like you know. 
Oh, whatever, you know. That's wild, but, dude. Yeah, definitely wild, crazy experiences. <laughs> <laughs> when do you think you're going to start painting a bait ticket on um, So I just got that uh, compressor in. Um, so I'll probably be starting here next week just messing around with it. And that's probably going to take you another year. No, not at all. Because, uh, you know, thanks. Shout out to Corey. Uh, Corey Shell. He uh, hooked me up with, like, the steps and everything, you know, uh, on what to yeah. do. But and you kind of know a little bit already. Well, because I, I, you, so I knew enough now to start back up again on myself just yeah. from experience, right, and all the learning and knowing what painters should and shouldn't do to my own base. See, that's what I'm saying. So you, you had a learning curve. Like, would you, would you go with painters again if you could do it again? Uh, you yeah, started over? Yeah, or would I, you just do it yourself? No, I would have kept it the exact same way. Yeah. You, know, you know why? Is like, um, you know, the painters were bigger than me at the time. They were bigger than me, and so it was like, uh, it's marketing, right? It's, it's, it helped it's, you. Yeah, it's marketing, essentially, because these guys have more of a platform to show So you're people. sending like 150 baits to these dudes to paint? No, they can't do that many at a time. It'd be overwhelming for them. Oh, um, you send like a like a like, 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 like right now, like Bash X's comfortable with like 30 to 50 it's a lot of fucking baits. It is. It is. A What's lot the turnaround on that? Um, it really varies. Sometimes it could be two weeks, depending on the painter. Sometimes that's, a week. That's sometimes, not bad. At sometimes all. months. You know. I mean, a couple weeks isn't bad. Like yeah. three weeks. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. TK is probably my quickest turnaround. That guy's. Is that the dude from? Uh, he's from Alabama. Yes, I believe. But he's he's he does some excellent work. Too. I heard two people fucking tell me, "Hey, he's the dude." Oh, he is. He's that good. paint over there is from him, right there. Really? Yeah, it's, he does oh, amazing. Yeah. He does amazing. Yeah, those came out great, dude. Yeah. <laughs> do you clear them or do they, they clear them? Uh, they do everything. Yeah, everything they do clear. everything. Yeah. Uh, do you request a certain type of clear? Um, just automotive. I wouldn't. Uh, you don't like epoxy. epoxy? Yeah, just the, the reason being is like on any bait. It doesn't matter what bait it's mm-hmm. on. It's eventually going to start peeling. And once it does, it goes, you know. Um, so you from, feel like automotive will chip away more than it it'll will? It'll chip away. And if it's applied right, it'll stay where, you know, like. Um, and then, you know, a little trick for like if you do get chips. You know, get clear nail polish and just put it over the chip. You know, it'll stop it from spreading, you know, with any somebody, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I feel like automotive will chip and then it'll just chip in the, like, hook rash areas or the high impact areas versus, like, the whole bait peeling off. Because you it's know? fucked with epoxy. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> you know. And, Did and you it, learn that in the beginning, too? Were you using epoxy? Oh, yeah. yeah. I learned that from the very first. I had a, my first batch of baits that were wrapped. And um, Do you yeah. do that anymore? No. Wrapped them? Did you yeah. do it yourself? or how No, the guy do I it? didn't do it myself. Um, you didn't like the rap, huh? There's some uh, fucking one. It, 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 it wasn't that I, maybe I personally didn't like the rap, you know, and the reason I didn't like it was not that it didn't look good. It was that um, it took a lot of the detail away from my bait. Like, you couldn't even see that it was a hand card bait. It just looked like a solid piece versus like having details in the, in the chin and the face and it had none of that, you know, so it looked really cheesy to me, you know. So I kind of steered away from that. And the reason that happened is just because the. Um, the wrap is thick and then plus the epoxy is even thicker, right? That they lay on top of that. So it just eats away. the I, detail. I had the same problem with uh, lucky crafts when I used to fish the surf a lot. Yeah. I got some wraps and this was 10 years ago, eight years ago. I put the wrap on. I'm like, I got epoxy it and it fucking didn't swim the same. Anymore. Yeah. I'm like, well, sure. fuck that. <laughs> yeah. And you know, that's the thing too with the epoxy is you have to let it drip somewhere. So, you know, it's going to drip heavy on one side. Even if you hold it down, it's going to drip heavy towards the bottom yeah. end. So essentially, depending on how... Oh, I was fi- spinning my baits, dude. I had a fucking spinner. Oh, yeah. So, so it evenly... <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah, and that's the way to do it if you're going to do it, you yeah. know. But then, you know, it just the longevity of that it lasted just wasn't 
where I wanted it to be with my baits. You know, I didn't yeah. want guys to have like a bait that was falling apart. And, you know, don't get me wrong. Not all of them did that. Like there's a guy who fishes up in Brian um, from Florida and he's been fishing his since he got it from day one. And the thing still looks good. You know, it's really about how you're fishing it, how hard you're fishing it. You know, you fish it fast and stuff. It's going to have more impact. So yeah, of course. I feel like, you know, if you fish it a lot faster, it's not the kind of bait you want. You don't want to get a wrapped bait, you know, because it's going to end up coming off quick. You know? Have you uh, moved a little more to the East Coast now that you've been doing the baits, Swim Bait Universe? Um, um, I mean, like, what? when have you seen, like, okay, I'm kind of going nationwide now? Is that kind of a straight, straight off the bat? You know, really? You're getting bat, dudes they, from the East Coast? Australia, uh, Japan, China. No way. Yeah, it, it's all over um, uh, Italy, Spain, like, uh, crazy areas, you know, just so far, you know. And, and um, all the states, the baits are in every single state, you yeah. know. Um, but I, there was not a time that I actually like recognized like, oh man, they're getting everywhere. You know, it just after that 10 was caught, the first one, and then another one was caught and another one was caught and another one was caught. It was with a six month period. And that's really just what did the spreading itself. You know, like, um, Brian, the guy from Florida, I mean, he's killer. He got 11.1, I believe it was. Is he usually in the magazines and yeah, shit? Yeah. And that yeah, helped, yeah, that helped as well. I right. So, so that was a big part of marketing as well Is like, he helped me just by doing that. You know, he came out in the magazines with the pictures of the fish and. And that definitely had to help, you know, draw a lot of people towards me, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, there wasn't a point where I exactly noticed it. But it, it, uh, most of my clientele and everything, when I look at my insights on Instagram, it's like SoCal area. You know, it says that most of my Texas and SoCal area is like the majority of the people, yeah. you know, watching. But, yeah, it's been, it's been crazy to see the amount of people that want the baits. At one point when I did a drop maybe about six months ago, um, I actually had 12,500 people hit my site that day. Yeah, and I was just, I was blown away. That was when I was really, Did like, you, so do you only do drops now? Yeah, uh, you know, I mix it up. I mix it up. So there's guys that are just like, hey, dude, let me go on pre-report. I can't fucking get a drop, you know? Like, so I'll, I'll let those guys in sometimes, you know what I mean? Or I'll just have a pre-order just for guys who really want one. And then I could see, okay, hey, it's not going to a flipper, you know? Because there's a lot of guys who have been on the drops since day one. You know what I mean? But they Do you fall- know these flippers? Oh, yeah, I know. You know, the reason, you know, I let them say... Hey, so, fucking I'm- blast them. Tell us who they are. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't tell them they can't get baits because, you know, I'm not going to be that person, but I do still hold them to, like, you're only going to get one per drop, you know? Um, and it's not that I know that... They don't know I know them as flippers, right? But I just know that if you bought six or seven baits, because I can see it, you know, through the years, it's all my... Um, my website history right? yeah, yeah. so and then i never seen a picture of you post a fish on it or even fish swim baits you know i know that you're se- selling them you know what i mean so those are the guys are kind of like you know i wish they would kind of go away you know what i mean so but, go, like what do you do like i talk to i talk to people like that's just gonna that's a part of the game right yeah it's, it's because it's like you can't and it's, it's not a bad thing right yeah it's, it's something that helps make your baits even more popular as well at you know at some points right because like but you can't go bait, and fucking sell one for 500 like they are no yeah that just it wouldn't be right it wouldn't be right right it just yeah it's not ethically correct you know um yeah so i don't do that you know i, I even sometimes give discounts you know for people coming back you know like hey you hit me up and you really fish the bait i'll hook you up you know yeah. like you're really putting in time and you really like the bait I'm going to show you love as well because you're helping me at the same time, you know. Um, but, yeah. That's a hard one, though. I would, I, would, I would be angry if someone fucking flipped my shit. Yeah. If I had something that was worth flipping. So, like, the, 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 you know, what makes me angry is when a guy like, comes to me and hits me up. Oh, I really want your pay. And, you know, they, they constantly bother me. 
and then you know, on your pro staff, bro. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and you know, eventually, you know, eventually, I made K because I just like this guy's been consistently asking for a year, and you know, hey, I'll help you up because you really miss every drop, and then I see that guy instantly flip the bait. That's the kind of shit that pisses me off, you know. Like, so he tricks you to have a heart. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and, 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 and there's a lot of them that do that. A lot of guys that have done it. So I kind of don't even. Hey, you want to get on the bait, dude? You're gonna have to get on the drop. You know, I don't even go the other route anymore yes. because it just been one of those things that's stressful right it's stressful when you're thinking you're helping somebody out and they go around and do that it's just kind of a stressful thing for me so i kind of steered away from hooking them up like that I just kind of lead everybody hey the drop's gonna happen during this time and this have day. you ever thought about getting in a store um a like lot East of them, County a lot of them have contacted me you know the, the problem being is like my margins aren't high enough for for what I do and what I put into the bait that I can't take a 30% or 40% hit on the bait or else I don't make any money. Yeah. You know, I mean, especially because you're I putting out a bait for a certain amount of money, they'd have to sell it for. And most of them want to sell it at your retail point. No. Right. So if they sell it at my retail point, I mean, and I have to give them 40% off, I lost money. You know, yes. I literally, I've lost yeah, money I know, at that I point. Agree, so, 100%. so, you know, that's the reason that steers me away from doing it. And I just can't, like I want to, don't get me wrong. I want to do all Is this. Is there a way to do it though? Is there a way to do Once I paint myself, I may be able to do those margins, right? Because some paint costs me you know, 30 to $42 a bait, each bait. So 28 to, to $38, and then plus shipping. So it adds up around $42 a bait, you know, plus shipping. That's each bait, just for paint. Damn. Not for anything else, you know, it's just for paint. So once That's I'm, cool that you're saying that because people maybe, maybe will think twice when they buy a bait and they go, fucking, this guy's charging 100 yeah, for sure. You know, you know what I'm mean? saying? Yeah. You, you tell what you put into that. You're making, you're not making a hundred and fucking thirty, <laughs> not, not even making ninety bucks not, off of yeah, no, not a even bait. Close. You know, yeah. so it's like for you to go, hey, this is how much I'm putting in this fucking bait. Like, yeah, if you if you're gonna complain about price or, you, and, know, you know, luckily I haven't had anybody complain. You know, I've actually had people send me message, hey, dude, you should sell your baits for more. <laughs> a lot of people that tell me that. I should sell. Do you feel more. like there's a there's a standard like where you kind of don't go above that line? I just feel with like, all the baits, or you just kind of do uh, what you want. My just for me personally, I don't like even like when, back to the question. I don't think I answered, but um, where I start my pricing is I don't look at other people's baits. I look at what it costs me to make, mm-hmm. the hours it t- costs me to put in, and then I judge it like okay, I need to pay get paid at least this much. You know, um, sometimes it doesn't work out like that, right? Sometimes. I'm not able to make as much, so I lose a little bit or, you know, you know, here and there, sometimes I can make more than I mm-hmm. could another day. But um, as far as pricing, I just look at the materials cost and then just put a, a decent amount where, you know, I can do this and, and keep making them for people. You know, uh, that's basically where I keep my prices at. You know, I, I probably should have came in a little higher, you know, just to the point that like everybody's selling this at 250 yeah. or 220 or 230, <laughs> you know, and I see how I see what, what's going on. It's been a long time, years that people are doing this, you know. Um, but, you know, I feel, I feel like it's a fair price bait for its size. You know, it's not a giant bait. Um, I feel like it's very fair price. You know, I probably yeah. keep it there. But, yeah, if I, once I paint for myself, I definitely will be able to hopefully get into tackle shops and, you know, give them the margins. That That's a hard need. one because I feel like if you're going to go into a tackle shop, you got to have the price point. Either you got to have a mold that's made kind of like an S-waver or like something like, like that. Injected you know, or, injected. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Yeah, and it really, realistically, you're right. You know, you really, you yeah. really can't. You know, um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be, it's too hard. It's definitely just too hard. It is because you, know? you don't. I don't think I've seen any. more well, last chance has some shit. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, East County Bait and Tackle has. They have some too. Yeah, tons of. I mean, almost every one you could imagine up yeah. there. You know, and they're all in there. You know, they're doing it. You know, somehow. But like I said, they pay. But for they got to pay. They got to pay a little or charge a little more for the bait. And yeah. 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 But at the same time, it's like if I can't get your bait for say it's 150 bucks, 
and I got to pay 180. Well, fuck, it's here. I can grab it right now. Yeah, for now, sure. You know yeah, for sure. You know, in my head, I think that. You know, like, what, what, what does the fucking matter? Well, for sure. You know, and it would drive business, you know, either way, you know, because, like, everybody's after them. Because still, if someone's you know? bait flipping, it's like, well, fuck, and then go buy one from a tackle shop for another 30 bucks. Yeah, 40 for bucks, sure. For sure. So they can make their nut off of yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. So yeah, that'd be cool. That would definitely be a, a way to, to do it, you know. But then, you know, some people will look at it differently, right? You have those other people, oh, he retails it for this much, and then you're trying to sell it for this much, you know, then they get mad at that guy. You know how many mean? people don't know how fucking retail works? It's like, yeah, I'm charging what I would charge. Gee, like if you can't get it, fuck it. Yeah, for sure. You know? For sure. For sure. I yeah. think that's a hard part with the social media and the people nowadays. It's like, oh, the e-commerce. The e- e-commerce is the worst, man. Because yeah. like, like especially with, with bait drops, you know, I put a certain number up and they sell out fast. Like, it's how really mad fast. do people get? Yeah, they go, hey, fucking dickhead, this is the fucking fourth time. Yeah, I had one in my cart and I was about <laughs> to check out, and I'm like, like, unfortunately, that's really all e-commerce works. There's not even anybody who makes another website that works differently as far as like the cart wise. Yes. You know, like once it's in your cart, you have to check out, like, or else it could be pulled from your car that's just the way all e-commerce works and that's I, what gilbert i saw i saw him post something man i tried three times he's like have your paypal ready have everything fucking ready and press out right when right, it fucking yeah, drops for sure you for know sure. and i'm like yeah it's the truth i mean that's i mean there's nothing you could do about it because it's like great for you i mean uh you'll get it sooner or later yeah i, mean, for I don't sure. fucking yep. know yeah yep. but i'm sure people just yeah, you, uh, you can't make everybody happy. No, you know, that's the thing. You know, you could try, but it's, it's not going to happen. You know, yeah. it's not going to happen. But you know, like I said, I just keep going at it. Just keep making the drops. You know, tell everybody hang in there. You know, this is the best. You, the fish are still going to be there. You know, <laughs> the fish are still going to be there. You know, so right. You know, but um, yeah, everybody wants to get on that 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 new bite or you know have that new thing. You yeah. Know, and, a lot of times you just got to figure out the fish, you know, just figure out the fish. You, know? you think people worry a little too much about baits as a fisherman. So if you can call yeah, about having that magic bait. Yeah. Yeah. Because right? there's not a magic bait out there. You know, there's not a bait that's like, oh, man, this is going to catch me. The ten-, you know, putting the time in and figuring out the fish and having the right bait at the right moment. It's going to is better than just throwing a fucking any bait. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Exactly. Nonstop. Not looking for conditions. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Something like that. Um, what do you th- have planned for next year? What do you think? Something cool? Anything like you want to do anything new? So anything we're, like that? we're talking about another event um, with a fishing tournament the next day, but we'll see how everything plans out. you thinking? Uh, maybe the event there, you know, but not the fishing tournament. We'll have it at a bigger lake where we can get boats Trying on Trying to it. do March. Yeah, 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 or, or yeah, right around there. Yeah, okay. maybe the month after. Um, we're, I would just kind of see how this uh, winter plays out with the virus and everything, you know. If, if it gets worse, obviously, and yeah. stuff gets tighter, it's not going to happen, but... Yeah, it's yeah hopefully it opens up because I, I want to do the same thing, some type of event. I have a venue in Anaheim. That That'd be cool. Use. That'd be definitely cool. Um, but we'll see what the fucking happens. Yeah, for sure. It's for too sure. much. Yeah, yeah. Um, plug where everyone can get your shit. Uh, UFO Bake Code. My Instagram is where you want to be watching. That's I don't where. really do the Facebook. I don't. Re- I check emails and everything, but I'm not actively sending out emails for drops. Um, yeah. I'm just not... Uh, I'm not up to date with all the social media <laughs> like that, right? Like, I'm still old school when it comes yeah, to that stuff. Yeah. could barely turn a computer on. Um, but I can make baits. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the Instagram is where you're going to want to keep your post notifications on, and you'll be able to – I always announce at least 24 hours in advance of a drop. You know, sometimes I'll randomly do a pre-order one just for those guys. Like, I know there's guys watching every day, and those are the guys who want the bait, you know? So yeah, I'll do yeah. a random pre-order here and there. So if you're watching anyways, you know, you'll get in on those. But, um, yeah, for the drops, you just want to be watching Instagram. Awesome. Yep. Well, thanks, Eric, for uh, coming on and letting thank me you. come into the shop and check it out. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. Yeah, take care, dude. All right, thank you.